do this. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, for any listeners, this is going to be a random conversation. It's like a fireside chat. Kind yeah, of this thing. is our first um, casual conversation. Yeah, just because Kevin has to go quickly, and so it's going to be doing random stuff. You yeah, know? also, we just have, like, no idea what the fuck to talk about. <laughs> so we're just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, podcast 101, you're never going to know what to do, so just do whatever. Just do but whatever. Yeah. yeah, so, like, recently, though, I've been having these, like, absolutely baller conversations on phone calls. Uh, like, I have, like, three of them. And I need to start recording them because especially recently, I've really found stuff to like actually talk about and like hit hard on and like the stuff Mm -hmm. that I want, like an audience to get away from things. And I haven't recorded any of them. And there's so much micro content that I'm leaving on the table that makes me mad. So people get in the habit of like recording your phone calls if the person on the other end actually lets you. But like, honestly, just record like no matter what. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm used to, yeah. Ask ask them after, ask them after you decide decide to use the content. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually probably a good idea. Yeah, it's like because you know Luke Burrows, he records everything, so every call that he has, um, you know, we had him on the podcast a few weeks ago. And really, like, he records everything. Yeah, wow. yeah. So like uh, when uh, he and I first had our call, he recorded that, and then I talked to a guy yesterday who recorded a twenty-minute um, video of like us talking as well. And it's like there's so much micro content that you can get out of this stuff and use on like all your platforms. Um, it's honestly baller. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I, this morning I was looking through Reddit and I like saw this post that was like, doubt killed more dreams than inability. Like it's oh, such a good quote. Like it it's is. like, you got to take action, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, just, I, you got to take that action. That's something that I've been hitting so hard recently. It's just like, you know, take freaking action. Like I, you know, this is something that's happened like really recently because I was on my friend Presence's podcast. Kev, you should actually talk to her. She's pretty awesome. Um, uh, Presence? Presence, my friend Presence. Oh, was yeah. that, did you send me that content video? Yeah. Was yeah. that the podcast? Did you ever watch that one? Um, so like, I she, saw like the first like minute and then I just wow, wow, what a bitch. <laughs> wow, uh, great friend. Um, but like, so yeah, she was the one that created that. Um, and that was from like her podcast. So she started a podcast called It Starts With Action, something like that. Oh, the action, wow. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I, honestly, I think she credits me with the idea because I've been so big on like the action stuff recently. Did she start it like, did she start it recently or? Yeah, yeah, it was only a few days ago. I was oh, her wow, first so... episode. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, well, yeah. <laughs> why are you laughing? You know what I'm thinking. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> All right, never mind, <laughs> dude. We're so mature. Yeah, <laughs> that's your fault. I I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> I love the way you worded that. What? How did I? Word I, it? I what are you gonna What are you gonna say? What are you gonna say? <laughs> I don't even remember at this point. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, you 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 left off with I was a I was her first episode. Yeah, just that I was her first episode. You should talk to her. She's cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah, sick. Yeah, I should talk there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like actually it's funny. Like recently I've met a lot of people in England who are like really cool and ambitious. And it's weird because like it's almost gotten to the point. Is it through Luke? Through Luke? Um no, so I think it's honestly more through presence. Like I think because of her. Oh, she like, also these, English? Um, yeah, so she's from England. Yeah, wow. but like it's weird because Did you meet her through Luke? Um no, I actually met Luke through her. So I met her a oh, while ago. Wow. So actually, yes, yeah, so I met her months ago. And then this is like when I was going through my LinkedIn connections, trying to like talk to all the people I hadn't really talked to. And so her and I got on a call, I think, or like sort of talking. Um, and like recently we've gotten to talk a lot and it's cool because like, you know, she started her podcast. Um, and it's cool to like see how she like improves and grows and like gets more of a growth mindset and stuff. Is but she yeah, it's age? like, 
Yeah, so she's 19. But it's cool 19. because, like, because of her, I'm pretty sure, like, because, you know, with her podcast, she's been trying to reach out to other people who she can have on the podcast. And, like, that has led those people to show up in my LinkedIn feed. And so then mm-hmm. I've randomly found these new people. And so this kid named Emmanuel, I was just on a webinar, like, two days ago. Um, yeah, I, just, I know him. Like, he connected with me on LinkedIn. He oh, seems really? like a pretty cool guy. He has his, yeah. he does his own webinars. Like, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah, well, like, it was funny because he started one. He, like, got the idea and had it, like, three days later, <laughs> which was really cool. But, yeah, like, that was a really fun thing. And, like, all of those people were Wait, wait, so you just said that, like, he had this idea and, like, three days later he executed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. that's what I'm talking Quick about, action. guys. Like, you got to, yeah. like, it's all about committing first and then figuring out stuff later. Like, yeah. Don't don't let doubt, you know, kill your ambitions. Just mm-hmm. do it first. Yeah, it's like when we when we came up with the idea for this podcast, it was like months ago. Like it took us forever to actually get this started. But then we learned from that and with the recruiting firm stuff. Like once we came up with the idea for that, I think it was like by the end of that day, we'd already gotten like the plans done for things, and like already gotten started on it. Mm-hmm. It's like that yeah. quick action. It's like fail. Yeah, fast, I think there's like yeah, there's definitely. Um, I think there's a fine line that we have to. There's a fine line between you know just taking action and like you know. Um, taking action and differentiating like what needs to be done. You know, yeah. you can't take action and everything, right? I you agree. have to find, you know, like um, what, what will increase your, what, what will increase your odds of success versus decreasing, you know, your odds of success. And, you know, you have to find that like perfect, you know, that per- perfect thread. Yeah. I think it's also like figuring out your values and like what you believe and like staying true to that. Cause you know, like I want to be a tech entrepreneur. And so like, you know, I see these people who are our age or younger who have like really successful marketing companies, you know, I'm good with people and I've learned like audio editing, video editing, photo editing. So like I could do that, but like, that's just not, that doesn't align with my like values of like what I want to be in the future. Cause like, you know, I could start a marketing company and probably make it relatively successful, but it's just like, it's not the area of expertise that I want to be in. And so it just doesn't make too much sense for me to go down that road. It's like, you know, there are so many times where you could do all of these things, you know, all the ideas that I've thrown out for the COVID stuff, like drive in movie theater, you have a treasure hunt kind of thing where people like drive around their city and, you know, pay to join, whatever. Like there are all these things that like, are great ideas, but I'm not taking action on them because like it just doesn't make sense because I have so many other things that are more aligned with my priorities and what I want to be. Yeah, that's a good thought. Yeah, like I said before, right? You have to. It's all about knowing your your own ideals, and you know that's what guides you forward. Like so many, I think too many people like uh, they consume too many different forms of media, and mm-hmm. like they 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 see it as you know a form of ben- benefit towards themselves by fusing all these different schools of thoughts and ideas into their own but really mm-hmm. i think at the end they just end up losing you know their own idea i like, agree they they think they may have benefited but like in reality they have no path of their own right they, there's mm-hmm. nothing unique about like what they've learned and yeah. you know like if you have no ideals to uh, adhere to um like you you pretty much you know just like someone who's read a lot of personal development books but forgotten why you wanted to read them in the first place yeah well yeah this is kind of like what i've hit on very hard recently is like you know the be yourself kind of thing and like you know i get that like that's kind of a vague statement but i think like who you are is mostly just like you know your beliefs your values and what you feel because we all like mm-hmm. feel different things we all have different values whatever whatever um so like i think if you just stay true to those that's going to tell you kind of who you are and like what you want to be and like your goals and stuff like so many people you know i talk about this all the time like so many people conform to what other people want and then you just get a whole planet of all these people who are acting the exact same way 
And it's like, you know, there is such a thing as you having a crowd and like, you're not going to be able to please everyone and you're not going to be the best of friends with everyone. So you might as well just be you and like risk pissing some people off if you can find like your better crowd and your better group of friends. You know, it's like us ambitious people, we don't want to be surrounded by people who don't want anything. Like nothing against those kinds of people. It's just not like really our crowd. And so trying to conform to act lazy so that we don't intimidate those kinds of people, it just makes no sense. It's like you just got to be you, even if you're going to intimidate some people. Yeah, yeah, I just thought of something. There's like this really great Chinese proverb. Um, how do I translate this English? <laughs> it's like, you should say it in Chinese first. Well, actually, I know, I know. So it's like, so it's like, so yeah, so there's a saying that, you know, the phoenix would never be together with the crow. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, right? Because the phoenix is like a much higher existence, right? Yeah. Like what, and then if you think about it, like, what about the unicorn? The unicorn is like much higher than the phoenix as well. So it would never care about the opinion of, you know, the common horses in that sense, yeah. right? Like, so we should never care about, you know, the opinions of anyone else, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If, and it's, if we're, if we're aiming for as high of a level of success as, you know, as, you know, like a billionaire, right? Like we should never yeah. care about the opinions of, you know, just average people. Yeah, I agree. It's like, it's never about like status or whatever, but it is about like, you know, if that person isn't where you want to be, then don't take their advice. And like, you know, cause I remember, so one of the most important things that has ever been said to me was, you know, I was asking somebody for advice on Sprout and he was like, dude, it's your company. You tell me what you want to do. And it's like, sometimes you have to realize it's like, dude, this is my life. And I don't have any reason to need to listen to what other people say. Yeah, dude, it's like, no matter how, it's, it's like, no matter how influential someone is, like you should always, you shouldn't listen you shouldn't always listen to the words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I say always. I, I you you yeah. can listen, you should listen sometimes, but not like always. Yeah. Um. You have to you have to know the distinction, but like ultimately, it's you shouldn't allow others to dictate your um your actions. Um, mm-hmm. You have to look into your own conscience and determine what is right and wrong for you. And you know, as long as you disagree with the other party's words, like you're always entitled entitled to you know reject their point of view. Yeah, I agree. It's like, you know, as I think the most important thing in whatever you do is that you believe in it. You know, it's like, I guarantee you, nobody told Elon Musk that, yes, this is a great idea. You should start Tesla and SpaceX simultaneously. Spend all of your money in them. This is going to work out. This is a great idea. I guarantee you, everybody was like, this is stupid. What are you doing? Why would you do that? And then look at what happened. He followed what he believed. And now, yeah, I, yeah, his like underlying belief really was, you know, I want to make better change in the world right yeah. like yeah he was like he noticed that no one else was doing he started tesla i think he noticed no one else was doing space stuff well so he, he, like, he started SpaceX. he didn't actually start tesla um okay he was like an but, early investor. oh no it was the born company okay let's take the born yeah. company that's a good example so he noticed no one was you know trying to fix the traffic you know in la and a lot of other busy few areas and he was like you know no one else is gonna do it i'm gonna do it because i want to yeah. make the world a better place Mm -hmm. and even like you know it's like with any company you start you're gonna have people who are like you know this is a stupid idea did you see though elon musk was on uh joe rogan's podcast a few days again yeah i saw that yeah yeah after i didn't i didn't joe rogan's fucking moving to spotify and so i heard about that deal pissed off about that dude Dude, he yeah. must have made like a hundred million on that. I yeah, he probably, I, he has just so <laughs> yeah. many listeners. It's kind of insane, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I like heard about the deal. I didn't really pay attention to any details. So I didn't really know much about it. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's like because it, yeah, it was a big thing because Spotify stocks like just went up like a billion. <laughs> and no, wow. in value, in value, but like yeah. their stock went up like ten dollars. I think. Interesting. Yeah, it's like, but it's like. 
so many people are always going to like give you advice and stuff like this includes your parents or your siblings family or just like people you look up to like you know just because somebody like gary v or whatever gives you a piece of advice doesn't mean you need to listen you know like in my opinion i, I think, think times that, are just changing i so agree times are always change like my parents the stuff they tell me like might have been applicable like mm-hmm. 30 years ago especially because those yeah. times are much harder but now it's different like now yeah. we have we have access to so much information that we can choose our own path and you know there's like not like a single path you know that works yeah that's that's what's so funny is like all of these parents like i hear this all the time they're like you know but you kids have only been around for like 18 years so you don't know anything i've been around for 50 so i know more than you it's like it's yeah but it's like it's like dude it's like you haven't even been around in this kind like you haven't been on the front lines of technology and like you haven't seen the opportunities of this technology because you're not necessarily using it as much as i am so it's like i don't get why like parents hate tech so much uh, yeah, well, it's people are resistant to change, and like I, I didn't even get a phone till like age sixteen or something, and, and it's like I didn't get one until like in high school. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm realizing now, it's just like you know, if you are a helicopter parent, like you are destroying the confidence of your kid because yeah, you're basically telling insane. them like, that dude, you don't like support like them, or you're not confident in their abilities to do anything on their own. I mean, and, I feel like the phone though, like I guarantee you, like twenty years, in twenty years, like our a phone, our phone is gonna be like an extension of ourselves. Oh yeah, we use it so much. Like mm-hmm. it's gonna be just so tied to us. Yeah, I mean, I think so, I think the technology difference is gonna be insane. And it's like if you don't keep up with the technology and you're trying to give advice to people, you're completely irrelevant. And it's like mm-hmm. it's just aggravating when all these people. It's like the it's the internet brings so much opportunity. And it's funny because like these poor people complain about being poor, but then they like don't allow their they don't like try and use the internet for all of the opportunity that it has. It's like, you know, the reality is, is like the internet has even the playing field. It's like, whether you're rich or poor, you probably have a phone and you can go and sell whatever you have, or you can go online and start a business. You can teach yourself any kind of skill. You can teach yourself photo editing and then start like going to people and be like, Hey, honestly, the only difference is really, you know, the amount of capital you have versus, you know, someone rich. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like and someone the f- rich, they always start out with you know the same amount of capital you do. They start with no money at all, and they build yeah. it up. Yeah, well, like uh, it's funny because I I got into a talk with somebody a few days actually like yesterday about this, and he's like, because you know I've been talking about like reform for the education system, and um, and he was like disagreeing with me, and he was like, you know rich people are going to have more opportunities. I'm like, no, they're not. And it's like, you know, honestly, poor people in a way have more opportunities because they're the ones that are willing to go out there and look for them. If you're rich and you've had everything your whole life, you're not, you don't have your back against the wall. So you aren't motivated as much to go out there and like search for things. And you have a fear of losing what you have. And so you don't try as much, but like, obviously this is like generalizing, but like, you know, on average, it's probably poor people who have more of an advantage there. And it's like, you know, money doesn't- Yeah, because poor people have nothing to lose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, just because you have funding for your company doesn't mean that you're going to go anywhere. Like people attribute Mark Zuckerberg to like having a decent family or like Bill Gates having a decent family as to their comp- why their companies did well. It's like, no, their companies did well because they provided value to people. It's like, it wouldn't matter if they were poor or rich. I can guarantee yeah. you, you can go around and find funding. And it's like, you know, funding doesn't mean anything. There are it all so comes many- back to the mindset. Yeah, like, yeah. There's, like this, there's this, there's this, um, there's this tale that you know, if you give, if you give one cent to someone, you know who, uh, if you get, if you give one cent to, I forget, I forget how the tale goes, but generally, so if you give one cent to a billionaire, they can, I guarantee you, in twenty years, they can turn that one cent to like a billion dollars. But if you give that, if you give um a, a million dollars to you know someone who's poor, 
like that million dollars is going to become like one cent in like 20 yeah. years because yeah, they don't know just... how to grow that money mm-hmm. do i sound different by the way yeah i'd seen a bit because yeah i was using my fucking earphones before i didn't notice yeah because oh, wait funny. oh my god wait this is terrible hold up hold up is my thing <laughs> not plugged in oh my god it's not plugged in no wonder <laughs> Kevin's blunders, y'all. <laughs> I know, dude. What the fuck? Hold up. There we go. Is it here now? Uh, maybe. Here. I don't know. Oh, no. My microphone. Wait, hold up. Hold up. Sorry, guys. Speaker. See, this is what it's like to okay. podcast people. <laughs> Can you guys hear me now? Okay, yeah. You also turn the volume up, though. But yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, yeah. Wait, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Turn it up. <laughs> Um, yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> we should edit that sound in. Yeah, we should, honestly. There we go. Okay. How do I sound now? Yeah, it's good. There we go. That's okay, back cool. to normal. Nice. But, nice. but yeah, it's like, it's like, um, so many people, like, they, they say that just money is success and they forget that like, you know, there are so many companies that had funding that have gone bankrupt compared to companies that didn't have much funding. Like if you look at it, so I, this even makes me think of Gary Vee's story when he started wine uh, library TV or whatever, or like his wine company, there was a company that had like a hundred million dollars in funding that was doing what he was doing um, and putting like the wine business online and they went bankrupt because their leadership was terrible and his obviously succeeded and so it's like you know it matters more of like who you are and like how good you are at what you do um rather than like any kind of funding that you have because like you can Honestly, find i feel like i feel like a lot of a lot of times you know people they get a lot of funding they feel they get complacent they get comfortable yeah. with that with that a lot that money and you know that's really what leads them to their downfall mm-hmm. yeah like, it's like throwing yeah, throwing more money at something does not fix any problems. I think the government kind of shows us this. You can't just throw billions of dollars or something and have it like turn out in a good way. Like you've got to have good short people. Term, short term, it does, right? Like it we can. can weather so many storms, you know, just by printing out more money, you know? Yeah. Like, especially right now, like it's so obvious, like we're just printing out more money and we're, we're weathering, you know, the coronavirus storm. Yeah. But at the same time, you cause a lot of inflation. But I mean, yes, like, but they can always yeah, print more money in the future. So they, yeah. they don't care. Yeah, it's like in general though, it's like, well, like, I mean, you can get into like hyperinflation, then it's like, you know, a million dollars just a piece of bread, like Germany and stuff. Like, yeah. You alienate people's life savings. But like, but it's like in general, it's like, you know, funding is never the reason that you aren't successful. Like for your idea, your startup or business or whatever you're doing, it's like, it's never the amount of money. Like you are always the problem. Like you can, I guarantee yeah, you, you can go out there and find the money. There are so many angel investors and like, and honestly, it's like, you can get crowdfunding. There are so many people who are willing to just throw money at you. And like, you know, if you look at like all of these people who go out there and put content on YouTube or whatever, it's, you don't even have to be big for people to start giving you money. It's like, they'll do it if they like you. Um, and so it's just like, you know, people make excuses. And it's like, you know, the only thing that matters yeah, dude, is how much really action th- you're taking. If you really think about it, the... I can guarantee you most successful people, they have gone through the same degree of, of challenges or more um, that you've gone through or will mm-hmm. go through. And like, you have to keep this in mind as, you know, you show up every day, you know, you start, when you start doubting yourself, you know, when you start feeling it's getting tough, keep that in mind and always know that you can do better. Not you can always know that because others can do it like you can too. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, we're never as unique as we think we are. Like as much as you might want to think you're special, you never are special. It's like, there's always somebody out there who's just like you or who's gone through something that's way worse than you have. So like, that's, that's why like, you know, I pity some people for their situation, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I, you don't need pity to get better. It's like, there are so many people that like, you know, it's like, you're not the only person to have your girlfriend have cheated on you, or you're not the only person to have lost a parent or it's like, you know, it's like this stuff happens. And like, I get that you're sad and stuff, but like, you got to move on because there's nothing you can do to change it. And it's like, well, the only thing you can do is like try to improve your life in any way. And that's possible, or, like kind of go after your version of success, whatever that looks like. Yeah, that's a good thought. Good thought. You know, I had this other thought the other day, um, that, you know, it's not that there are too many distractions. It's just that your will is not strong enough. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I agree. It's like, this is, this is what's funny. It's like so many people want to search for hacks for things. So it's like, read this book if you don't want to be shy anymore. It's like, no, you're just trying to find a hack. It's like, if you don't want to be shy anymore, you have to, like, you're not, there's never going to be a time where you're just like 100% comfortable with everything. Like, you're going to have to just go up to the person and talk to them. I think so much of this is just habits. Like, you know, like I used to be afraid of like even going on a phone call, not even a video call. And then now, you know, we have our own podcast and like faces on YouTube and stuff. And it's like, you know, you're never going to feel comfortable. It's never going to be the right time, a perfect time to do something. Yeah. You just have to do it. Like just take the action. It's like, I you know, when we first started, like my voice, like I was just like, what the fuck do I sound like yeah, on, yeah. on the internet? <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. And, it's, and it's also, it's like, you know, our first podcast was garbage. Like we can hopefully admit that. Like that was yes. so funny. You know, like I forgot my headphones and like, you know, we like had awkward pauses the whole time. We interrupt each other the whole time. Like it was just like, it was so bad, but like, you know, you yeah, learned we totally botched our first interview. Yeah. That was so it was funny. terrible. Yeah. But it's just like, we can look back at that and just laugh at it. And it's like, and we've learned. And honestly, I think we've gotten much better since then. It's like, you know, like in in an interview, it's way smoother now. And it's like, you learn and you just grow. And it's like, you know, you just have to get started and take the action. It's like, I remember the first time that I saw Pete Blackshaw, you know him. um, Most people won't, but he's Mm -hmm. a big dude in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, So like, I remember the first time I saw him and I was in the same room with him, I was like, I really want to go talk to him, but I'm kind of nervous too, because this dude's pretty big, you know, like Gary Vee knows him by name, like, you know, this dude's big. And so I was kind of nervous, but it was just like a, you know, do you want to talk to him or not? It's like, there's no way to get around how you feel. So you just have to go up there and do it. It doesn't matter if you go up there and just like lose everything you were going to think you were saying. It's like, just go up and do it. It's like, take the action. There's no shortcut. And it's like, you know, I did that and he ended up being one of the investors at our investor pitches later on. So it's like, you never know what's going to come up. Really? Like talking he invested to in Sprout? He was there. He was at the pitch. I can't say okay. too much more about that stuff, but like he was there. Um, and so it's like, you know, you just have to go and do it. It's like, you're never going to feel perfect. It's never going to feel the right time to go talk to that person or to like start that business or whatever. It's like, you just have to get started. It's like, it's, it's all, all about, about taking the action. Dude, so prepare, prepare, you know, insanely. But when the time comes, just throw it all away. Mm-hmm. Cause when the time comes, you want to be present. You want to, yeah. if you, if you know, if you know Pete Blockshaw is going to be an event or someone, you know, you greatly admire, um, like just do, do your research on them, you know, exactly. do your research when the time comes, forget all the fucking research you did, go to him, talk to him, be present, you know, when you're talking to him and, you know, just have a conversation because I guarantee mm-hmm. you all that research that you've done, it's going to help you. It's going to, oh, yeah. it's going to be ingrained in you subconsciously when you're talking, you're going to know what to say. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's like just imagine like somebody going up to you and then being like, "Hey, I so I like read this article that you wrote a little bit ago, and I hear my thoughts on that." Like, that's gonna be a lot better than if you just go up to somebody and it's like, "Hey, this is my name," and like blah blah blah. It's like if you can actually show that you've done research, people will be intrigued and they'll be much more open to talking to you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like yeah. one of the one of the reasons that I like hate reading and all this stuff is like I think it just procrastinates the action. And it's like so many people read all these personal development books over and over and over again because it's just procrastinating action. They don't even realize it, but like that's all it's doing. It's like in my opinion, if you're not taking action on actually doing, then you're really wasting your time. Honestly, I think books. I like books because I think they're good impetus for for action. They're good impetuses for action because you read all these ideas from books, all these people who done things right and you know they have all their ideas in the books and you read them and you're like hey i should probably do this and you try it out and you know just it's just i don't know i like books good for creativity i think it's an incredibly slow way of learning number one and i think i think you can go online and just like learn everything from those books in 10 minutes that you would have like spent days reading and also it's just like it really depends like what you want to do with your time like if you enjoy reading for fun then like 100% go and do that if you need like a break or whatever but like you know if you're trying to use reading as like your way of like actually learning in my opinion I think it's just a waste of time because it's like you, know, you can learn so much faster if like you actually reading do. in general I think so like I mean it, I think if you're reading with a purpose. So like if you're trying to learn how to like code or something, I think reading a whole coding book before actually starting to code is pointless. Like you can like use it as reference for specific things, but I think reading the whole thing before you actually take action, that's kind of dumb and that's kind of like you the have whole to, you, See the thing is you have to read and take action at the same time. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think. So and when it's you're like, reading you got to be when you're reading a book like literature book you got to be taking notes at the same time. That's yeah. how you study. Yeah. When you're coding, I agree. you got to be reading the book and you got to be typing code down. You have to be improving, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like so many it's in my opinion it's like, you know, learning how to start a business for 4 years for actually starting one, that's kind of pointless because you're not going to forget. You're not going to remember any of it after 4 years. Yeah, dude. Let's wrap this up. I got to go. Yeah. But that was a good talk. That was that was good. That yeah, was so, good actually. Yeah, dude. So, can you hear that? Yeah, <laughs> I was like yelling at my sister. Um, but yeah. Anyway, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's wrap this up, guys. So yeah, yeah. fireside chat number one done. <laughs> fireside chat. Yeah. So. If you guys liked the episode, make sure to give us a review. Yeah. If you guys loved it, make sure to give us a sub. And yeah. we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, tell your friends, y'all. <laughs>